since, since the on, cameras bro. are rolling. Are they rolling, rolling. Where, where's my merch? Just let, let's, just, let's just pretend like there's zero plus on there. You, no, you got on. zero right there. No, no, it's, it's in the invisible. Yeah, invisible. yeah. It's, it's the black. The, the black glow in the black. dark yeah. one. Yeah. Black black. yeah, black on black. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Come on. How HD are those cameras? Because you should be able to pick up the logo on there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Just make sure, make sure you zoom in. Yeah, just you can see it there. Yeah, zero yeah, plus. Add it in or But no, what, what, where is it? Where is it? Because I'm genuinely interested. So this is, it's, a, it's a concept that me and Sachin came up with when we were in Athens together. And it's basically our version of how everything is experienced. Mm-hmm. So like the zero is the innate state of being that's inside all of us. It's our um, foundation. It's our entry point to anything. It's peace. It's love. It's calm. It's consciousness. It's purity. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to call it, right? Some people will call it universe god whatever right maybe we'll call it like the, the now moment i guess now yeah, presence yeah. like that that that's always there the zero is it's unchangeable it's unmovable it's eternal um it's everlasting and it's, it's, it's just there it's just yeah, there yeah, it's, yeah, and yeah. It, like it's, it, you, you can't have more of it you can't have less of it and then the plus is everything else that mm. we experience so the feelings we experience the happiness, the joy, the love, the hate, the frustration, mm. the stress, uh, the way that you receive people in your life, the way that you experience anything, it's mm. psych- all psychological, right? That's the plus. That stuff's optional. It's additional. Now, the interesting thing is, is because it's optional and additional, it means that we don't have to necessarily buy into it if we don't want to. Mm. But we're always going to be experiencing something as a form of plus. So we're always going to be coming from the zero mm. and we're always going to be experiencing some kind of plus. We can't not because you can't separate, you can't separate the zero from the plus. The plus is a bonus. The plus is, is our human experience. Mm. The zero is the big universal experience, mm. divine, it's, whatever you want to call it. It's like if you're annoyed about something, that's plus. Yeah. Mm. You're, you're not, you're, your natural state is zero. You're not annoyed, but you're experiencing a plus. And it's like, if you multiply zero by anything, it becomes zero. Mm. If you divide zero by anything, it's not, it's indivisible. Mm. So like zero is like your cosmic identity is beyond physical. And plus is like, my name is Sachin. Mm. I'm Punjabi. I've got brown skin. I've got a bit, blah, blah, blah. There's two sides of the same coin, mm. but they're inseparable. You can't, you can't separate your physical and your spiritual identity. They're mixed in one. Mm. So zero plus is just describing our experience, what we came here to be. And the other thing is as well, this, this is something that we've been talking about quite a lot recently is like, one's not better than the other. Zero isn't better than the plus and the plus isn't better or worse than the zero. 
they're one in the same thing. They look mm. like two opposite things, right? One's zero, one's peace, one's tranquility, one's the present moment, the divine, mm. and one's like, yeah, all the plus shit. But it's not one's better than the other and one's worse than the other. They're, they're one in the same, the same yeah. way, like this is my right hand and this is my left hand. I can convince you all I want that they're two separate things. Mm. This is my right hand and this is my, I can argue to I'm blue in the face, but they're not. They're, they're one in the same thing because they're connected to one greater whole. Mm. I've just identified them as two separate things, <laughs> but there isn't actually any separation between them the same way there's no separation between my wrist and my hand. Mm. I can label it as so. And it's the same with this. There isn't actually a, they're one in the same entity, but two different ways to kind of describe the same thing. And the more That's you so try and separate and live in one or the other, like a lot of people are exclusively living in their plus. That's all that exists in mm. the minute. They don't have an option. They're just, whatever goes through their head, that's gospel. Mm. And then you got other people who are trying to get so far away from plus, like, oh, but that, that's not spiritual. You know, that you know, making money is bad and we should go and live mm. in the mountains and lick trees for a that's, living. That's been me. <laughs> yeah. Like, these two things, are, one is not better than the other. And the more you try and separate them, the more suffering mm. you create. The, the thing about that like, money is the root of all evil, that's an interesting conversation in itself because I feel like most people learn that from the parents. And then, and then if they, that's, you know, if that's how they live is money is just an exchange of value anyways, in the first place, it's like, you know, someone goes, you know, this is, this is how much I value that service or whatever it is. And it's how much I want to give. So I think when people talk about money, they, they usually talk about, um, they talk about how much money they want to make rather than how much value they want to create. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's the more important thing to, to the root about. of all evil thing is quite funny. Yeah. Mm. Um, so people say time is money. So you're, so if, would you say time is the root of all evil? I wouldn't. Mm. Time's not even fucking real. Money, generally speaking, like when do you? When's the last time you gripped a piece of money? Mm. Like I got a couple of pound coins in my backpack. I hardly use them. Mm. But the time thing is quite funny to me, is we learn our relationship with money and time from a young age. We're told in school be on time. Mm. When you work a job, oh that's time theft. You know if you're mm. watching YouTube videos at work. Um, and I think like the, the relationship that I've had with time has changed so much where now when time stops existing, I'm way more potent and powerful. Mm. If, if I don't have any point of reference outside of now and more different and better don't exist for me, then something fucking potent has been happening to me. Mm. Like something's, I was saying to Alex on the way over here, something's really shifted inside me and I think it's the commitment that I made with you recently as well mm. as adding to it. But yeah, that the more different and better thing really like mm. changed the game. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got this really weird question, yeah. And I'm not sure if you're ready for it, but um, <laughs> Alex is like, no, can, can you describe your, can you describe your love for life? Ooh, Ooh that's a good question. one. You want to go first? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah, Do you want to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Do <laughs> like, you know what it is? Yeah, I have these like moments, you know, it's just, there's something about life in itself is just so beautiful. Like, um, I just came back from Greece and basically like I'm, I'm scared of heights, yeah. So I went to this like cliff to try to get like a video and stuff and I kind of like sat, ne sat next to it. Yeah, and I was just like, I was looking down, I was just like, fuck, like I was actually thinking for a split moment, like if I actually fell, if I like slipped off or whatever, it's like, bro, like I love life so much. So it was just kind of like, that's where the question came mm. from. But is yeah. love and life finding comfortability in losing it? Uh, well, well I, I would say the, the, the comfortability is in understanding that life is only now. Mm. That's like, you can't lose now. Okay. 
ponder on that one for a while with your little sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw his eyes go, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but it's like, no, but it's true, right? And so like, it's a good question because my love for life, and this is something that I always say to Sachin as a joke, is like understanding that life doesn't get better than this. Mm. This moment that we have now, life doesn't get better than it. Mm. doesn't matter what you're experiencing because this is all we have. So mm. to think that there's something better outside of now takes you away, away mm. from what is possible for you to experience and create now. Could, could I say that it doesn't matter what the plus is, we've still got a zero. You know, he's getting it. Come on. On. You yeah, might yeah, get he, a t-shirt by the end. Come on. Cheers, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Come on. <laughs> uh, for me, it's uh, my love for life comes from who the fuck am I choosing to be? Mm. Yeah, like what... Um, what I decided recently was I described the power that I've got as like a gravitational pull. So mm. let, apparently the moon governs the tides on earth in it. I don't know if that's true, but apparently that's true. Let's say if Saturn or Jupiter, which is massive planets came into our orbit, they would change the tides on our planet. Mm. That's what I am. When I come into someone's world, I'm Saturn, I'm fucking up your tides. Mm. That's where my love of life is really like, when I'm loving life, it affects other people. And I see when I see what my love of life does outside of me, that's how I can see it being described in real time. Yeah. Yesterday, I had a conversation with this guy. I've never met him before. And um, he was probably just expecting like a, you know, yeah, let's, let's link up and chat about something. I don't know. And we talked for about an hour and a half and he left with a lot of homework. Mm -hmm. And uh, I asked him this question. I go, how would you describe how you're showing up as a son to your mom and to your dad? And we end up having a conversation about who he's being is being defeated because he's decided mm. that there's no like there's no possibility outside of what he's got with them right now. And my love of life just really presented itself to me through him because he had a big like fucking wake up call. And it was like, oh, shit, this is what happens when I'm actually here in it. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when I'm really listening to someone, I'm being with people who I'm being is tuned into the moment. Mm -hmm. And like you said, now is always, they don't get better than this. Yeah. And the other thing is, it's like when, when you're coming from that place that Sachin's talking about, or that he did with that guy yesterday, that's his zero speaking directly to the zero in the other guy. Mm -hmm. He's not coming at it through the plus. Mm -hmm. It's zero to zero. And what I love about that, and this this is where my love for life comes in personally, is like helping people recognize that in themselves. Mm. That everything that you think that that person has that I don't have, or this person has that I don't have, or I wish I was like that person, you have all of that. <laughs> do, yeah. you remember, do you remember? So, yeah, go on. You know, you know, we were in France, yeah, and uh, I say I'll say to Alex, oh, there's this guy Eric Lofholm. He's like, by the way, shout out Eric Lofholm, yeah, fucking hell. But you always do shout outs, bro. Shout out the shout outs as well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have to do it. Like, I do shout outs all the time. I, I do. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't. I love doing it. Um, but I was telling um, Alex about this guy, and Alex was like. So what? Like, why are you getting so gassed about him? I was like, nah, he's sick. He's doing this. He's doing that. And Alex was like, you're acting like you can't do that. And I'm mm. like, no, no, but that's exactly it. He's telling me that we can. And I love that. But he doesn't really shout people out in it. And I'm the opposite. I always shout people yeah. out. But it's that whole thing. Like, you, we can be exactly the way they're being. And mm. My zero and his is exactly the same. Yeah. Well, it's that the I other day that. we were on a we were on a webinar with one of our <laughs> coaches. 
I'm not going to name names, but our coach was sh- kept shouting out his coach. He's like, <laughs> oh, my coach told me this and my coach did that. And we were on mute and we were on this in sitting to next to each other yeah. on the Zoom. And I turned to session. I said, fuck his coach. <laughs> like, what do you keep gassing him up for, man? Like, because you're taking your own power away from yourself. Mm. You're living in the land of plus. You're living in the land of that person has something that I don't. Mm. No, it's not true. You have that. We all have it. Like, there's no difference between what you have and what yeah. I have and what Sachin has, what Aladdin has, like we all have, or whoever's listening to this has, mm. we all have the same stuff. Some people are, are presenting it and living through that in a, in a way in which we feel like we can relate to, mm. but we can also live in that way. Yeah, this, this I was going to say, I think, so for me, it's a little bit of, um, I have this belief of like, the only reason we can recognize something is because we have it. Mm. You know, it's that thing of like, it's my classical example, like, you know, like before, like let's say like before I bought my car, I'd never notice the same car when I'm driving. But now because I have it, I know it's the same car. So yeah. it's like, it's the whole thing of like, you know, when people go like, someone, good, someone might say, oh, um, you're really confident or you're really good at doing this or whatever. It's like, you can recognize it because you've got it too. You can also, also recognize it if you don't have it and you want it. Or sometimes if you have it, but you don't use it. Yeah. That there's also exactly. that. Because some people have it, but they don't use it. Yeah, that's true, man. You know, yeah. I recognize something about you that I have and I don't use is the language thing. Mm. You're always picking up on little language things mm. in it and flipping them. Like I said to someone yesterday, it's easier done than said. And they were like, yeah, yeah, it's easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you know what the thing is? Like, I think for me, like language is really important because I feel like it, it kind of like, it sets the reality. You know, like the way I describe things or the way I look at things, like it sets the reality for it. So, mm. but yeah, I still got to block those by the way. So yeah, I don't mind that. <clears throat> me too. I had it the other day. Yeah, cool. You know what? I've got a question for you lot, yeah? Um, which is a really good one. Yo, before, you go, before you go to that, <laughs> I swear, I, I really want to talk, talk about this with you lot. I watched, um, I told you about this already. I watched a podcast, Flagrant. You lot know about Flagrant. Flagrant, yeah. Andrew Schultz, yeah. and the Punjabi guy in it. Yeah, yeah. And, and mm. Shout out Punjab in the house. <laughs> Why did he desolate me when he said that? <laughs> anyway, um, I watched one yesterday with Russell Brand. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Have, you seen, have you seen that one? No, no. no. Oh, fuck me, it's crazy. It's powerful, man. Yeah. I think Russell Brand has unlocked. Um, uh, I want. I don't want to say unique. I think I want to say superior understanding of life. Sorry, one second. You know, Rich Lipman coached Russell Brand. Mm. Just wanted to tell you that. I know you told me. Have you ever seen any of Russell Brand? Um, Brand I used content? to watch yeah, Trues yeah. and I used to watch a lot of his stuff. I don't yeah. really watch anymore. He puts out a lot of content. I don't. I don't watch it either. Mm. But puts out a lot yeah. of content. I, I, after this podcast, I'm definitely gonna watch it because this guy has like a deeper understanding of life. And one of the things he said, um, he said, most most religions kind of say this, and it's life is an illusion, but us acting as if it isn't is what gives it value. Ooh, I'm paraphrasing, but, yeah, that's, that's that's but everything shit. we have is an illusion. Like, like yeah. you said, left and right don't exist, and and and, and this is not Lucas said. Nothing exists, but the illusion of it, us giving the illusion truth is what gives it value, and that value is what makes us have a better experience of life. Well, the time, space, and matter only have illusionary value. So that Lucasade was what, like one pound thirty-five or something. There's seventy-five. All right, so that's matter. Yeah, it's it's a, a yeah. like a physical constitution of atoms. It has illusionary value that we've placed on it. So that is different value to the microphone, mm. but the illusionary value is different. The matter value is all the same. It's all matter anyway. I time. Say, I say it doesn't matter. The only question I have Does it matter <laughs> yeah, Time, space and matter Space mm. Like physical space That we're all occupying Costs money 
Mm. There's a value to it. Mm. Time, there's a value to it. And what he's getting at, from what you just told me, what he's getting at is the illusionary value that we put on things yeah. like, mm. I've got children. I've made an impact in the world. It's all illusionary value. It doesn't mean it's bad. Mm. But what illusionary value are we choosing to give to stuff? So, so you know what? I, the way I like to describe that bit is like, um, I just call them concepts. So like that concept of time is just, it's just how we measure stuff. Um, the other thing as well, countries, for example, country is not a real thing. It's like, you know, like they'll, they'll say we have America, whatever. The real thing is that, you know, there's land there. There's the actual matter, you know, mm. there's land, there's mm. people within a certain amount of space. And they call that land America. It's a concept. The country mm. is a concept. It's not a real thing. Um, so there's a lot of different concepts out there. And, and I feel like we live in a, the illusion could be called in, in a world of concepts, yeah. you know, mm. just bunch of different yeah. concepts right. all the time Every, everything's a concept yeah i was watching I was, I was on i was on a tiktok yeah and i can't remember the name of the comedian i'd really love to shout him out but he is this amazing <laughs> skit yeah and he was saying like nothing makes sense because mm. everything's a concept and he was like you talk about the universe and matter and stuff like this is like the molecules that make up my body are the same molecules that are making up that bottle of Lucasade mm. and are making up this table. He was like, that doesn't make sense. How have these molecules, deci molecules decided that this is my body and this is the table? Mm. And if it's the same stuff and most of it's air anyway, why when I put my hand on the table, my hand doesn't go through it? We can't explain why. No one knows why. That doesn't make sense because it's the same stuff that it's made up at, but we can't explain why my hand doesn't go through the table. Yeah. And it's, it's like- It's why I don't believe in science. Like I believe, I believe. This. I love this. Please, please say more, man. I love this conversation. So, my thing is, I say, I say this all the time. My thing is, if I drop this, gravity pulls it down, and the reason why gravity pulls it down is because everything gets pulled towards the center of the earth. But if an alien came tomorrow and said, actually, that's not how it works. It works this way. Mm. That then becomes only truth. Now, science is the human's ego. That's my, that's what I say. Science is the human's ego. No one's gonna tell us the truth. And I said of quotation marks. No one's gonna tell us the truth. So we have to create our own truth. We as humans or scientists, they don't they, they refuse not to be, not to know things. Yeah, yeah. They say, mm -hmm. no, I can't not know. I must know. So what I do is I I, I must I, have a plus. You know what I'm saying, yeah. And what I do, and I create a law, Einstein and Newton and all these. I create a law and then I justify it in a way that most people can understand how yeah. it makes any sense, mm -hmm. and then that becomes the truth. Now in reality, we are aware of only our existence. All we know is about us as humans. We don't know about no. Martians and this and that and whatnot. So no one's going to actually tell us how gravity works, how this works, or whatever. No one's going to tell us how the world works. So we have to create our own, or scientists want to create their own. So science don't mean, it doesn't mean it's valueless to me, but its justification kind of makes sense with the knowledge I already have. Mm. And I give me a new piece of knowledge and my whole fucking thing just flips off on its head and now I understand it completely differently. The, the way I, I say it is, you ready for this one? Yeah, this is a clip and a half. Yeah. Science is a godless crusade. Ooh. A crusade, from back in the day, yeah, there was crusades like people would war with each other in yeah. the name of their God in it. Science is a godless crusade. It's, it's a war, not, it's not like a war war like that's being fought, but it's like a, the human's ego meet uh, in this context it's like um our attempts to me to measure what we think we know and science is mm. like okay if i think i know that light comes out of lights in this way or the sun in this way like we're using lighting we're using cameras mics mm. and all that science has helped us to have this right 
Manasseh is a godless crusade. It's like a war on at the unexplainable, like you just mm. said. Mm. It's like a no, no, no. We can't, we can't have it that we don't know it. We so we got to make it up. Yeah, mm. we we have. What well, what are we really understanding mm. in our tiny little pea-brained like finite mass? What the fuck are we really understanding? Mm. We've got cameras, we got lights and shit. Mm. That's pretty cool. I'm not saying there's nothing mm. wrong with it, but I think that there's a there's definitely an ego and an arrogance mm. to it. Mm. And also all of that in our tiny little corner of the universe. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It makes it like what? This is what, what I believe in, in the multiverse. Yeah. The math thing. Think about the multiverse. Yeah. No, my thing is so. I'm 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 putting myself in the line by saying this, but the the thing I believe in, the what, what I say about science is I say the same thing about religion. Yeah. Religion, the purpose of religion is to answer the, the question of what does life mean and what happens after death. All all religions answer that question, and everything people do religiously, they do it so that they can experience a better after death kind of thing. Or majority, I, I want to say all. Um, but the reason why I believe in Moivers is because I don't think. These things exist. These laws and 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 belief systems they exist. They just different ways of doing the same thing. So the thing about Moivers is, what is the coolest theory? We never know because when you mm. say we're we're, we're we're so small and it's compared compared to the universe, we're so small that we'll never know. I'm, I'm, I've accepted the fact that I'll never know what happens after death. So my choice is, what is actually the coolest concept? Well, the thing about knowing is that's known as a concept as well. Knowing is the enemy <laughs> yeah. of learning. <laughs> yeah, but no, knowing is a concept. Knowing is not a real thing. It's like, what does knowing mean? And, and just going back, I just wanted to touch on another thing as well, just going back on science, yeah. I actually just realized, for me, science is a, um, creative, a creative way of explaining something through someone else, else's lens. Because that's what it does. It's like they put known elements together, they know... The thing they use the things they already know about mm. or things they already experience or whatever and they put it together in a creative way and they explain it through their own lens of articulation. But this is the thing. They don't know shit. Because mm. all scientific theories are theories. Yeah. So yeah they but don't actually know anything. They don't know any more or less than we do. They think they do. Mm. They don't. They don't they're, know. They're just, they're they just creative. They're just works. creative with what they know. Yeah, they don't know yeah. how this table is made up of molecules mm. that are basically ninety percent air, but yet it's solid. They don't know. We don't know. So they don't know anything. They they try. They don't know if evolution happened. Mm. They don't know how the universe was created. They don't know nothing. They don't yeah. know. I, I, I call it. I call it bullshit justification. I know. I'm amazing at. I'm amazing at justification. Yeah, you you are, you're very good at that. I see. This is bullshit. Fucking incredible. Yeah, so it's like, incredible it's like, at that. What is justification? Justification is is using what you like to benefit my point. Mm. So it's like if I say <clears throat> gravity works by Something, something, everything be supported. It make like because I understand it a mm. little bit. You now expand my understanding, and my ego's going through the fucking roof. But that's what the bullshit justification is. Yeah, you know, what one, I want to come back to what you said about religion. You said most people are living the religion to have a better afterlife. Mm. Me personally, I use it to have a better today and a mm. better experience of life mm. now because I believe that heaven and hell is a state of mind mm. and is a state of being. So. I get when you when you say like a lot of people are doing that. That was my misunderstanding too. I yeah. used to do that, and it used to be like, "Oh, this life is a test for the next." The, the next to me means the next moment because mm -hmm. you, you only got you only even got now. Mm. Um, the other thing is what's really funny about religion. I've changed my attitude on religion so much over the last six seven years because I saw how people were practicing it, and I was like, "Nah, man, that's shit. Like, it, does, it didn't make sense to me." Mm. And now um, just making it my own has been a lot of fun. Mm. 
So like, I'm not Muslim, I'm not Sikh, I'm not Hindu, I'm not any of these things. I just mixed it all together. What do I like from each one? It's like being at the buffet of spirituality, mm. isn't it? Take a bit of salad, take a bit mm. of chicken, take a bit of rice, take That's a bit amazing. of that. The buffet mm. of spirituality. Yeah. I didn't make no, that no, one up, in it. I wish that. I did. Yeah. But it's true though, because there's something to learn in each of them. Like even if you look at the ancient religions, like the ancient Egyptians and the gods they worshipped and the ancient Greeks and the Romans and the gods that they worshipped and... If you look at all of the religions, the mess, the core message is the same, essentially. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Essentially, so there's bits of the way in which they teach it that we like. You know, we can go to that buffet of spirituality and we can choose the bits mm. that we like it's just different and live to right? that. Well, it's just different perspectives. Yeah. And this, you know what it is? Is we all talk about the same thing. It's just we describe it differently. Everyone talks about the same thing. You know, saying it's just described differently. Whether it's religion, whether it's something else, whether it's like. You know, today we had a conversation around certain things. It's like, what, what's a zero? You know, it's like, you know, it's your inner being, and and mm. it's it, people just describe it differently. That's what it is. I low key think that zero plus going to become a religion at some point. Yeah, or a cult. Yeah, cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, yeah. Why, why, why is cult re- like? Why is that a bad thing? No, it's not. It's not. I, I like no, the word. Like, uh, look, here's the the only reason I'd ever have a cult here yeah, is if everyone can just come to one place, hang out, play video games, fuck each other, eat good food, have good conversations, and then go home. No one's responsible. There's no there's no leader. You can have mm. a founder, but they don't have like. You're, you're just going Burning Man a little bit. I don't want to go, man. Someone told me like someone told me their Burning Man experience, and I was like, mm, I'm I got a problem with heat. If it's too hot, I'm not going to have a good time. Mm. I'm like an old man. Hey, look, real quick. No, sorry, not real quick. Interjection. <laughs> I'll ad, w- ad break. Yeah, yeah. Sponsored <laughs> by... Uh, sponsored sponsored sponsor by Zero Plus. Yeah. Bro, I said one plus first. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a Hovis conversation right now. Do yeah. you? I want oh, no. bread talk out here. Gosh, bread talk. Yeah, I want to talk about money. Yeah, about let's talk about bread. money. <laughs> now, bread, fuck Hovis, the company. We're gluten-free out here. <laughs> What the fuck is a gluten? <laughs> gluten's a concept. <laughs> it is. Uh, I want to well fuck knows. I want to. I want to ask you a lot about money. Um, everyone. Mm. I don't have any. I'm sorry. All right. Well, why? Why is the acquisition of money important to you? It just just open question, isn't it? Because I don't want to go live in Thailand. <laughs> I'd rather live here. Why would you rather live here than Thailand? Because I'm lazy and uncomfortable. Uh, that maybe you need a bit of time to marinate on that answer. Yeah, I think you need to think about that one still. Um, do you know what? So I've had a I had a perspective shift uh, about three four months ago on that in particular and how I see money. Um, I think for me the reason I need money is so I can interact with more people and connect with more people. Is that true? It's my true. It's my plus. But is it true? Yeah. Is it true that you need money to connect with more people? No, it's not true. However. However, um, I don't need that to do it. I can still do it without the money. However, money can encourage me doing that more often. In what way? Um, so I believe that the plus side of money in, in the world or having the, the system of money is, has allowed people to go out there and meet other people and connect more often than they would have they would have been more comfortable with staying somewhere and not connecting with some people if they, if money didn't exist. Mm. Doesn't social media allow that? To some extent, but it's not, um, I wouldn't, so personally, I wouldn't compare that social media connections to 
people meeting in real life. So you're people. talking physical, face to face. Yeah, 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 connection yeah, yeah. yeah. How would money allow more of that? Because people would have to go get money. Like they'd, they'd want to make money or whatever, you know. I don't know what the relationship with money would be, but, you know, that's up to them. So, what do you think? Well, I think I hear what you're saying, mm. but I, I kind of disagree, if I'm honest. Because mm. if I want to go and meet someone or go and meet some people who live in Iran, I don't need money to get there. There's ways to get to Iran that money, I, I could row a boat across the channel. <laughs> Get to mainland Europe <laughs> and walk <laughs> and walk to Iran. <laughs> they need money. No, but real, isn't it? Your geography is sick, but I haven't got fucking no, but for real. I could put mm. a, I could put my bike in my boat, <laughs> row across the channel, and then cycle to Iran. You don't like money is not necessary. So someone someone probably ended up going to Iran just for a business meeting because they had to get money. Just like well, what, what I'm trying to say is like I'm not disagreeing with you. I think I don't think we need money to meet people in general. So I guess okay, let me rephrase it. What I was really trying to say. Um, is that because of money, people meet more people? Yeah, I like that. Does, does, does that make the sense? Que- the question I asked yeah. is why is the acquisition of wealth or money important to you? I'll give my answer in a bit. You, you want to still marinate on yours? I got mine. I got mine. All right, cool. Let's let's hear it. Um, essentially, all it is is the environment I've chosen to live in, right? Okay, wait, wait. Can you can you do me a favor? Can you speak a bit slower? Okay, no, I have to. I just requested it. <laughs> no, so the environment I've chosen to live in, I've chosen to live in London, right? I mean, to be fair, I've chosen to live on the planet Earth, um, <laughs> and because money, money circuit, I mean, money don't necessarily make the world go round, but it supports it in its rotation. One can say so. In order for me to live in comfortability and in a sense of freedom, I must acquire, I must play the game, I must play the illusion. Playing the illusion allows comfortability and ease. Again, I said I'm, I'm lazy. That's a known thing. I'm fucking lazy and so. And that's intentionally because I don't want to do extra shit. That's unnecessary. So, in order for me to live in this world and in this country and in this city, I must play these, um, what do we say? These illusion games that the government has, has created. I am now aware that is an illusion. Unlike a lot of people, I'm aware that is an illusion. But also, I'm aware that I have to do a lot. A lot to change it And I don't want to do that uh, Well I Personally I disagree With one of the things You said Okay You don't have to play The game as it's designed Yeah You ever you ever played um, Mario Kart Against other people mm-hmm. There's this track Called Rainbow Row yeah. You know which one I'm on about Yeah 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 You know that Yeah now There's shortcuts Can I just make A quick interjection there I, okay. When I'm really on it on a day, I sing that song to myself in my head. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, that's what I do with drum and bass music. Fuck me! I sing When you say you guys are fucking hilarious, bro. You say that there's there's shortcuts in the game, but the coding has allowed the shortcuts to work. Yeah, same with real life. I'm saying, but it's still within the the illusion. So, so what I'm saying was. When the question I ask is why is the acquisition of money or wealth important to you? You're saying it's because I've chosen to live here and I, within the confines of the game, the coding of the game. This is the way I'm choosing to play it. That's your answer, right? Is to, to acquire freedom and comfortability, and as, uh, and, and because of that, I'm that's the necessary action for me to acquire. So one, once you've got freedom and comfortability, then what? Money doesn't make no sense. It's valueless. Okay. So I'm doing things for enjoyment. Good. No, I like where we're going with this. You want to answer next? 
Yeah. I like how I've taken over here. It feels like a game show. <laughs> nah, bro, listen. Do you know what it is? Most of the time, I don't know what the fuck's going on in this podcast anyway. So yeah. it's just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll captain this shit listen, from now on. No, listen, <laughs> when, when we start rolling, it's just like, I don't even know who's I'm like. Huh? <laughs> look at me. Yeah, exactly. So I don't even know what's going on. But yeah, let's let's just yeah. go with it. No, it's a good question. And, and what's coming to me is like, it is and isn't important to me. It's not important because I don't need it for anything mm-hmm. to to enjoy my life more to be better to do better none of that and it, mm. it's not it's not a necessary requirement for me and like i said I've, I've tried to live in the very spiritual realm of what we were talking about earlier and i've really seen that like you don't need money to survive it's just animals don't have money <laughs> they survive pretty well they probably survive better than us if we're real 100 are you thinking about those foxes those foxes outside <laughs> bro, bro. oh bro we've got these foxes yeah that live outside our apartment there's an allotment yeah and in london it's very rare to see a fox whose hair is bushy bright orange and looks healthy as fuck <laughs> these foxes are living like kings and they don't need money such, for that a- they're just chilling sitting in the sunshine sleeping they don't look scrawny. They're eating the fruit and the veg that's growing. Mm. They're living a lavish life. I'm not sure if they're eating the fruit and the veg though. That they are. They are. They're but growing I've in the allotments. Them eat it. They and the, the, the I was gonna say the farmers, the people who attend to the allotments, leave stuff out specifically for the foxes. There you go. But but this this, this is the point I was gonna make as well. Just to add on to that, yeah. It's like there's a lot of like, like, I think as human beings we contribute towards that. Mm. So if they lived like let's say somewhere out in the woods or whatever, I'm not saying that they wouldn't survive, but it might not be as easy. Maybe, maybe not. I don't mm. know. Probably because foxes have probably been surviving longer than humans have in the way that we have. Mm. That that way of living is more natural to them yeah. than the way we're living in buildings and shit and using money to buy stuff. But back to my point because the foxes was a, was a good a good little interjection. <laughs> But so there's that side of it. And then the other side of it is, yeah, like I like it because it's kind of what Aladdin was saying is that it helps me in, like play the game. Mm. I can play the game without feeling like I need to get anything from it. Like I'm not really that fussed anymore. And such one is, I used to be really fussed about like, how much money am I earning? Like, I need this, I need that. Mm. I've dropped all of that thinking because I don't feel like it's a, it's a requirement for me. But as a plus, would I choose to in like use it for stuff yeah like we're talking about going to india in february unless i want to get off on my boat and cycle there from today <laughs> like it's going to be useful to have that some, water's going to be choppy yeah, as fuck i probably, probably, probably won't make the journey getting across the channel jeez but like it, it like do you see what i mean so it's like it's useful in, a, in an essence that helps to enjoy the the game of life in the realms and the concepts in which mm. we you know our society has been designed it's not an absolute necessity because the the value of money doesn't actually exist in the first place. It's it's a it's a mind created concept mm. that we've all bought into. We've all just, we've all agreed to yeah, buy into. Yeah, that's it. But if we agree, then uh, therefore it has value, no? Well, no, it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a concept to exchange value, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's them. Yeah. Have you ever looked into the history of money? Uh, I think I think it started with IOUs. So like someone did something for someone mm, else, yeah, and then yeah, someone so said it started and you can with use like that. Yeah, the gold rush. It, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like shorten this story mm. so I'm, there might be gaps in it for anyone who knows more about it than I do but it kind of started with the gold rush when people started accumulating gold and realising that it had value to, for exchange mm. people would like collect large amounts of it and they were scared that people were going to steal their gold so what they, everyone agreed was let's, let's deposit the gold in a place and in exchange for my deposit I will get something that says I have the equivalent of 15 blocks of gold here 
And then that became the thing that they would exchange. Mm. So I'm exchanging with you this token of the value that I own in the deposit, i.e. the bank, and I'll give this to you. And this now becomes yours. So if you go to the bank, you can now deposit those 15 bars of gold. And that's where money came from and, and everything off the back of it. So the money that we hold in our hands or on our phones digitally, we don't, it's not, it doesn't have an actual value mm. because the, it's not the money that has the value. It's supposed to be the gold, but obviously the monetary system's got think, a bit I messed th up since then. I think, that, I think that's, that's no nice point. I think that's been repeated so much that we all know, a lot of us know this, the fact it has no value, but the, con the idea that we, we give it value, anything that anything has no value until we give it value. Once we give it value, then it becomes valuable. Once you, the second you go to Sainsbury's and, and buy a water or buy whatever you bought, you've now given value to because you agreed with the the, the, the the provider or the retailer that this is the valuable thing that I own. If I give it to you, you give me this. So it has no value. Like all things, it has no value until we give it value. Once we give it value, that's when it becomes valuable. Right, anyway, back to the question. Thank you for that. We're all hitting on great things here. That was nice. That was, but you know what? Me and you are going to be spending a lot more time together. Oh, yeah. So uh, we, yeah, we, get used to it. Bro. Yeah, you got to get you, one. You got to get yeah. used to it. And one, you got you, you're gonna have a lot, a lot of opportunities to make me look stupid because you're gonna be making stuff uh, that oh, you, yeah, yeah. you can you can cut up clips no, of what I say. I'll just throw stuff at you instead. I've done it before. I've done it to him. Not to you. Uh? I've done it to you before. Isn't it? What is what have you thrown at him? It's fucking dense. <laughs> just, just throws everything. <laughs> right, so the question I asked was. Um, why is the acquisition of money or wealth important to you? Mm. And what I've got from each of your answers, yours was the best, by the way, because you're, you're hitting on the thing. Once I've got my basics covered, it, it becomes worthless. Mm. You're saying something similar. You're saying something similar. What would then be the point of acquiring wealth after you've got your bases covered? You go pay your rent, live in a nice place, got food, got shelter, you can do shit, you can go jujitsu, you can go yoga. You can go out where everyone you can eat. You don't have to think about spending money. What would be the only reason you go out and acquire more money? That's what I'm saying. I think that we spoke about. So, so my, my my answer still stays the same to interact with more people. Okay, mm. it wouldn't be. Wouldn't be. That's what I'm saying. So we spoke about this with Etio. Those people that are up and rich and they don't have to think about spending money. What's the next thing after that? And that is power. So people that are rich, they then want. Um, I'm speaking for them, like I know them, but from my understanding, after you've obtained a certain amount of money, you watch Scarface. That's a sick movie, man. You love killing me today. You haven't seen Scarface. I forget that you're younger, innit? Aladdin, you got some homework for tonight. But that's well, I have a movie podcast and I've seen nothing. Anyway, um, what was gonna say? Yeah, so after after money, after you acquire a certain amount of money, then the next thing you want, the next. They crave the next thing, which is power. But would you crave that? Me, yeah, no, fuck no. Okay, but so that, what, that's a result of my experience, right? So, what what does power mean to you? Influence on other people. And so, okay, so what I'm getting at is, what would be the point of acquiring wealth for you mm. after a certain point? And no, it wouldn't be. That's thing. I'm speaking. I'm speaking on behalf of people that I don't know, which is kind of stupid. Right. So my my answer is this. At a certain point, I realized I can coast from here. I'll be fine for the rest of my life. Mm. And then I clocked here. I was like, oh, wait. My granddad came to this country with three pounds in his pocket and couldn't speak English. And he built a business empire. But he did it out of necessity. He worked a janitorial job. He cleaned stuff. Uh, he worked in a restaurant. He had like loads of shitty jobs and then built his business. And I clocked here like, 
the only reason I would do some of these things and build businesses or things is to give employment to other people to like make their lives better. But mm. who the fuck do I get to become in the process of being the empl- the employer? Who I get, I would become someone who cares about people on a on a large scale. I'd become someone who can create organizational change. I could become someone who takes care of other people's families. Can I ask you a question on that? Do you have to interact with other people to make that happen? Yes and no. I mean, in this day and age, no. You don't have mm. to. You could outsource it. Can I ask another question? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you need to acquire wealth to be able to do all of that? You don't need to. What I'm getting at is when, when, when we talk about why is the acquisition of wealth important to us is for me, the only point of it, just like the commitment I'm making with you, the only point I'm doing of any of these things I'm doing, who do I get to become? What, what parts of me am I growing into? Mm. What capabilities am I growing into? What, what bullshit do I get to leave behind? Mm. What crappy beliefs do I get to leave behind about the world and how bad things are and oh, life's hard. Because that's what's happened in the process of building a business for me. Mm. I've left behind so many people and so many things that weren't serving me. Like ideas like money is bad. Ideas like there's too much competition. You know how many people fucking tell me the coaching market is saturated? I'm like... Saturated. It's saturated now, motherfucker. Yeah, saturated. But these these things have happened as a result of me looking in the direction of I want to create something. Yeah, but... Let's just take money out of the equation, for example, right? Say you became a, um, I don't know, like a peace protester. Mm. Could, could you? Uh, <laughs> no, it's cool. Out of all, the, all the examples I are going to come up. I, I was going to say a monk, but I, <laughs> we've already spoken about religion and shit. So yeah. I didn't want to kind of break. It's a, a peace protester, right? Could you not say the same thing? Who would I become in the process of being the most impactful peace protester mm, in the world. So to me, it's like, I get what you're saying with the money. And I'm, what I'm hearing is it's not really about the money. It's about what you become through the process. Yeah, so but what, I'm, what I want to point at for people who are listening, it's not about, it's the fact it's not about the money. Yeah, it's yeah, about, yeah. it can be whatever, what you're becoming is the important part. And the wealth is just the accessory to that. It's the byproduct. It's mm. the side effect. That's exactly why I made my commitment with Leo for everyone who's listening uh, I'm putting myself really on fucking blast here, innit? Fuck me. Um, I've asked him to train me from novice to fight ready. And I don't give a shit. I don't want a career in fighting. I've got a pretty face. Mm. Do you think I want to fuck it up? How's that going so far? I got I fucked up my leg because I went for a one hour run. <laughs> I was meant to do a session week last one, week. I got injured. I got injured yeah. in week I was, one. I was, I was meant to do a session last week, but yeah, we haven't done it yet. So. <laughs> but this is the whole point. Who do I get to become in the process of David doing Goggins. this? David Goggins. <laughs> Sachin Goggins <laughs> Sachin Goggins I'm when telling you, you bro When you asked him How's it going I thought you, I thought you were referring To the pretty face Not the actual boxing career <laughs> okay. I asked him, him about The pretty face Shit he's firing shots Back at you yeah, You see that. that You see that He's got you back now I'll ask him about The pretty face in four but months do, do you know what I like About Aladdin yeah Do you know what I like about, about Aladdin He didn't directly say it to him He used Alex As, <laughs> as an accessory Yeah 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 He used <laughs> Alex to say we're, it to him We're gonna start Having a lot of fun man It was so funny That was completely Unintentional but fuck it I'll take the value I just You know yeah. what I love the way you get down As an individual It's sick like yeah, I go down all the time. What's up? I, I just I like the way you get down as an individual. You're oh, you're go down. you're young. <laughs> about go said. down. I don't, get down or go down. Go uh, fucking you're confusing <laughs> me now. You got me with that one. Hey, there's a, there's a sick fucking Netflix series. It's called The Get Down. Mm. What's up? 
I think uh, I've seen it's, the trailer. It's the origins of hip hop. It's so it's so sick. Yeah, so sick. But yeah, I rate your get down as an individual, bro. You, you like when I was your age, I wasn't on, as I wasn't on shit really. How old are you now? Like twenty three, twenty two. Wow, you're sick, bro. Well, you're you're on shit. Well, like um, she's on smoke, isn't it? Bro, I'm on vaping, bro. Like you're on smoke. You're, you're you're the shit. You're not on, on shit. You're the shit. I'm on steam. Yeah, you're you're doing something you you enjoy and you want you you got a, a skill level in it that you can improve and you're already making money doing it. I be careful, be careful. That's my might get bigger. Like it's just it's good for him, man. I'm thinking about a tax man. That's what but but you about. you've got you got people around you that can keep your ego in check, which mm. is also good. Yeah, but apparently I'm a wanker. But that's everyone masturbates. So, it's all good. Yeah, everyone's a wanker to some extent. <laughs> I'm working right now, yeah. bro. Technically, yeah. Technically, everyone's yeah. Everyone must have everyone must have masturbated at least once in a lifetime. So, can you picture your brother having sex? Sorry, nah, that's a bit mad. Why? Why? Anyway, you've um, got yeah. Let's. Leave wait, that wait, I got a, I got a question I wanted to ask you guys earlier, um, and it kind of like I think it sits really well with what we've been talking about as well. Um, how do you get your feeling of importance? <laughs> oh, wow. I'll go first. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> so he's firing shots again no, I, didn't even, I couldn't even hear um, Any feeling that you that you have Or you want to get It can mm. only ever come from one place Your thinking mm. So if I want to th- If I want to have a feeling of um, insignificance Which I do sometimes Because I want to remind myself That I'm, I'm soon to be a memory mm. In a very small circle of people I'll be a memory You already are a memory Ooh, mm. I meant like when I die in it or when no, I but transition. You're still, even now, you're, mm. you're still a memory. That's right. That's all you can be. That exactly. So if I want to get that feeling that comes with insignificance of I'm a memory, mm-hmm. I'm not actually real. Like I don't not. I'm not gonna. You know, like a lot of dictators, they get statues of them made so they can last eternity and all of that. That's where some people might get their feeling of importance from. Mm. So if I wanted a feeling of importance. I'll go back and look through my self-acknowledgements. So I have a pay, an A4 pad of paper. It's got 100 pages in it. I've filled up about 80 of those pages with acknowledgements of myself. Wow. I have written in it. Do you know how hard that shit was? Mm. I got stuck after page four. <laughs> I wonder if you've got any duplicates. No, no, I'm not allowed. <laughs> yeah. It's part of the exercise. You can't yeah. duplicate any of it. But I acknowledged myself for a bunch of things because I had very low self-esteem. So it's like the opposite of importance of mm. like, oh, I'm nothing. I don't know how I can create these things or whatever. Like, so you just reminded yourself who you are, in in a, in a in a in a way. I've got the way I say is I've got a log of who how I've become this way, mm. and who the fuck I'm being now is someone who acknowledges things in other people when I see them. It's not a small thing You know like I did it with you just now I do it with you When I hang out with you I do it to you All the fucking time I do this with people Because like you said earlier I'm seeing something in me That I've got And I want to speak it out I want to mm. speak it So that people step into it yeah. So if I want to feel important I'll go and see How other people Are important to me mm. I like that Mic drop Mic drop <laughs> Right I'm mic checking <laughs> so who um I, what i would say is like soon as what Saturn was just saying is like the the mind creates thought creates the feeling that we have mm. so if that's true then we can create any feeling we want and the mind is the most simple yet complicated computer there is what you put in it is what you get out mm. so if i sit here now and i think oh leo's a bit of a dick like 
why am I wasting my time being here? Kind get, of true though. No, but get, <laughs> no, get, I'm just, I'm just no, but guess how I'm going to be experiencing you. Mm. That's the experience I'm going to be having with you. If I'm sitting here like, oh, Leo's sick. Like he's created this space. Mm. He's asked some amazing questions. He's so open-minded. Guess how I'm receiving you. What I put in is what I get mm. out. So if I want a feeling of importance, I create the self-importance. I am mm. important in this world. I have a, you know, I can acknowledge myself for things. I have an importance in my relationship with my girlfriend. I, I have an importance to my parents, to my friends, mm. to the people around me, to people I spend time with. All of a sudden, even just saying that now, I feel fucking important, man. Mm. That That's to me how you create a feeling of self-importance. It isn't going out there trying to get something to feel important. It's self-created. It's mind It's about created. being as well, right? Because it kind of comes back to being. It's like, who are you being right yeah. now, you know, to, to feel that way? And and the, yeah, go for it. I was going to say that the, the, the feeling of importance is a plus. Mm. So if it's a plus, it's interchangeable. The same way you can create yourself as being unimportant, mm. you can create yourself as being important. And that That's something that I've seen change in my life. Like I used to be very depressed, unhappy, felt worthless. Whereas now I've, I, I've created myself into the opposite. And it's, we have that power of creation in us. The creation mm. is the, the creativity is the zero. The creation is the plus. Mm. And we can create whatever we want. And also this, our natural state zero is I'm everything and I'm nothing. So it comes back to like, you're talking about being, right? Like if I want to feel important, it's already in the zero. Like we're already important. You're not the, mm. you're not the, a drop in the ocean. You're the entire ocean in a drop. Is this kind of thing makes me laugh because when I was I was similar to you and I was very depressed for a long time. I was trying to kill myself for a while as well. Mm. And the thing that kept coming down to every time I wanted to hurt myself was God hates me. That's plus. How the fuck do I know? <laughs> you know, like yeah, the funniest one. Yeah, I've got nothing. I I've got a couple of mates who are gay, right? I said to one of them, she goes, "Oh, you don't understand what it's like being gay." I'm like. Yeah, I don't. But you know what makes me laugh when people say God hates gays? I go, yeah. How the fuck do you know? <laughs> and she goes, Oh, that's yeah. I wish more people thought like that. I was like, How do you know it's hard to be gay, bro? What were mm. you talking about? Hard compared to what? Mm. I'm gonna get a lot of shit for that, aren't I? <laughs> that's all right. Cancel everyone in the comments. Session's <laughs> <laughs> been cancelled. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. How do you know? How do I know? You're gonna get a lot of shit for that. Yeah, that was just a passing comment, isn't it? I just did. based on assumptions of what's out here, based on people like Andrew you're Tate. Well, you, oh, you. yeah, twenty twenty one. You're assuming twenty twenty two, fam. I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I think the state of the world is quite sad at the moment. I said, like, okay, you know what? Let me let me rephrase. I don't believe that it's sad. I, I, I believe the world is beautiful, you know, and all of that stuff. Um, obviously, there's some shit that happens. I think where we are now with freedom of speech, I think is when we're like in a really sad. Um, situation at the moment because I feel like like my my perspective is that people should be able to say what the fuck they want to say even if it's like the worst shit ever mm. but we should be able to have the, the freedom to be able to say stuff but I just feel like we got to the state where like people can't even say anything without being cancelled and yeah it's just I, really it's really tough like I, I once went on someone's podcast and I said um when I was younger we used to like say oh that's gay and it was like a it's so funny how the word gay changed meaning. Yeah, in the, mm. It used to mean happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have a gay old time. It's in the fucking Looney Tunes. Mm. Then it meant like, that's not cool. And now it's like, people don't use it like that. Mm. It's the evolution of language. No, no, that's, like, like, that's like the most offensive word people can say. Yeah. I don't even yeah. understand how that's possible. Yeah. Like if, if someone, yeah, whatever. So what you're saying about free speech, right? Like if let's say if someone went on um, Twitter 
or YouTube or whatever and started saying really negative things about gay people, please leave it on there so everyone else can see what is being said. Mm. And that person is creating how they want to be received in the world. A lot of people aren't going to want to hang out with them. A lot of people aren't going to want to do business with them. A lot of people are going to keep them at arm's length and be like, you're an idiot. Mm. Now, if someone else on the other side is saying, hey, you know, pandemic might not have been real. They're taking that stuff down. Mm. Um, I don't think that's good for us. I also don't think... Okay, so I brought up Andrew Tate, right? Do you know who he is? Yeah, of course. So uh, I, 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 I think I think you know I think he's a great example of not being able to have freedom of speech. Yeah, because you know I love what he said. Yeah, someone said, "Why do you think you got cancelled and taken off the internet?" And man, this really, really blew my mind. Is that coming up in the thing? Shut the window. All right, cool. Um, so he, this really blew my mind. He goes. He's being he's the most Google searched person on the earth right now. Mm-hmm. 18 to 35 or 25 year olds are like watching him feverishly. Everyone's trying to watch him, right? And um he goes, if I've got influence over this sector of people, who's the people that they send out to war first? Those group of people, males, age 20, 18 to whatever, right? Mm. Mm. Who's the people that could cause an uprising? In the country Same people right He goes If I'm speaking to them Saying Don't let the common cold Like don't let the government Tell you that the common cold Is a virus And you're gonna die Like you're not going to You'll be fine It's in their The people who run The earth's interest Mm -hmm. To take him off the platform Yeah That scared the shit out of me Mm. Just just look at look, look what he just said. Yeah, I don't know if it's true in it. There's no way I could ever know that's true. Mm. But that really got me. Like oh shit. Yeah. Yes, I think I think if that's the interview you're talking about, I think he spoke about PBD, quite, five yeah, yeah, quite a few things. He spoke about what's the what's the guy's name? Logan Paul. Is yeah, Logan yeah. Paul? He spoke about him, and I think the comparison that he made as well of how he's being like controlled by like what he can say and what he can't say and whatever that was really interesting in mm. itself. And he spoke about and the thing that stood out. The reason I mentioned is the thing that stood out as well for me is that he spoke about um, what was it? Fans versus viewers. Viewers. And there's a difference. Like people have fans and people have viewers. You know, people will watch someone's content, but I might not, I might not like them or I might not fuck with what they're doing. And you'll have fans who will watch everything and kind of like buy into everything that they're doing, sort of thing. It's like, um, and that's that for me. And he's got and Andrew Tate's actually got fans, not viewers. Because and a lot of people got viewers out there, but mm. no fans. But, yeah. But here, here's the thing, right? At what point does? Uh, where do the lines blur between free speech and influencing people? In well, do you know what? And and this is this is where it goes back to. I think so. Again, I'm I'm a believer of empowerment. Yeah, I think I think the key is not within silencing people. I think the key is within empowering people to be able to be more clear minded on how they receive information, or you know, like just don't you know, if someone says jump off the bridge, like don't just literally jump off a bridge. Like be able to evaluate the information they're receiving and be like, you know what, well, actually, maybe I shouldn't do that because of da-da-da, whatever, whatever. So I think people should be empowered individually rather than, oh, someone said do this and I'm going to go do it now. There's a very judgmental way to look at this, which I used to look at. So the very judgmental wording of it is a lot of people are too stupid to decide for themselves. 
A lot of people now I would say a lot of people are willfully ignorant so mm. they won't go and compare 25 different pieces of information before making up their mind. Mm. They'll take the news or they'll take their favorite TikTok personality, YouTuber or whoever it is and make their decisions based on that. Yeah. I've done it before. I've been mm. willfully ignorant. Oh, I ain't got time to look at yeah yeah. I don't vote. Right? Just cuz I I've looked at all of this stuff and just see like there's the same person is got four different puppeteers. So mm. why would I vote? Yeah. And it's the same thing with Logan Paul. You're not hearing Logan Paul's personal opinions. He's a mouthpiece for someone else. Mm. Andrew Tate is not. And from what I can hear, I don't see that with him. And we're talking about free speech, right? There's a lot of people who are saying very oh, do you know what? He said something else in that interview. He goes, um, if you look in the average 8-year-old in China, there was a study done, what do they want to be when they grow up? rocket scientist engineer blah 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 right neurosurgeon you ask the average 8 year old in america what do you think the answer is tiktok uh, youtuber tiktok exactly gamer gamer it, what's his role in that though he's he's creating the same thing with his content people are wanting to be a person like him they're not they're not watching his content thing i want to be an astronaut i want to be a scientist mm-hmm. i want to be a de- but we don't know that i want to we don't because because what i see in his content is that he's speaking to the the being of young men he's speaking to he said this sick thing yeah he goes if you're if you feel depressed and like a loser in life you might be onto something mm-hmm. and that's not palatable most people don't want to fucking hear that shit mm-hmm. but what he's saying is life's a competitive sport if you feel like you're losing, you're not having women like you. You're not. You don't. You're not getting money. You're not enjoying yourself. You don't have good family relationships. That's something that you want to look at. Mm. That's what I'm hearing in the content for me. Yeah. I can't speak to anyone. Else. Other people want to get rich so they can be like him. That's a losing game. No one's gonna be like him. No. No one's gonna be top G as he calls it. I find that fucking yeah. hilarious. I think. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the whole freedom of speech thing. I think it's. Yeah, it's. it's yeah, I, I don't see again. Like, I don't think it's gonna get any better. It will. It will get worse yeah. before it gets better. Though mm, it has yeah. to get. That's the same with like when you take a very strong, authentic look at a lot of things, you feel bad about it. Mm. Let's say, for example, someone's been cheating on their partner for like a couple of years. If they look, uh, take a strong, authentic look at that behavior and that way of being in the mirror, they're not gonna feel good about it, are they? But if you deviate into the land of feeling better first, nothing changes. So you gotta stay here, keep looking in that direction, and make changes so that it gets better. Mm. You got people like, um, do you know what's his name? PBD, for example, right? Patrick Bear David, his YouTube channel. He he interviewed. He's the first one to interview Tate after he got banned. Um, there's a bunch of people out here doing great things, and people are becoming less like polarized. But I do think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Do you know what mm. I saw? I saw a clip right of Piers Morgan interviewing Andrew Tate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you seen that? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. What happened? I don't, I don't the, seen the, the full video is now. Yeah, I think yeah, it's coming out. This weekend, I think. Yeah, as of yeah, recording yeah. anyway. Yeah. That, that will be interesting because they're both as polarizing as each other and Piers Morgan is going to pick holes in every word that he's saying. Yeah. And the clip that I saw, he was babbling over. He, you could see his mind couldn't keep up with yeah, what yeah, he was he couldn't, saying because he, couldn't, he could see there was a hole in, in the... Yeah, he was definitely attacking him uh, as in like he wouldn't let him speak and I, I saw that short clip and mm. it's, it's really interesting. Um, And I think he interviewed a couple of like, people afterwards as well. Mm. You see that? He interviewed a couple of women and I think one one guy that worked with Tate before. No, I It was part that. of the... Oh, no, it's like a separate clip on his channel as well. That was really interesting because... 
There was one woman that was talking about Tate and she's worked with Tate. She's like, yeah, he's amazing, whatever. Then another woman called him misogynist. So it's like, it's, it's interesting how two different people can have a different experience mm. around what the person's saying. So That's I'm plus. going back to the whole individual thing. And I think this is where people need to learn how to become empowered rather than influenced. Mm. You know, rather than... Because the, mm. the thing about influence here, yeah, and I broke this down before, the thing about influence is that Influence doesn't even exist. It's not a real thing until I decide to take action on something. So the decision at the end of the day lies with me. And so I can listen to like an, an, an influencer and they can be telling me loads of different things. If I don't do nothing about it, I'm not influenced because mm. I'm not taking that on board. But it, the moment I go and take the information or whatever and it, it makes me do something, then that's, that's when I become influenced. So at the end of the day, I give my consent to that person. So mm. this is where people need to learn how not to give their consent to those influences but people go, oh, the easier thing is we just told them you can't say this or you get banned or whatever. Actually, you shouldn't be that because that's mm -hmm. going to create society where people are scared to have honest conversations, authentic yeah. conversations. That's going to damage us more than give us mm -hmm. more value because people will just pretend. Yeah. Everyone's going to go out in public like, yeah, everyone's amazing. You guys are great. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 let's all sit there. And by energy, people can tell that not, you know people are not it, feeling the not same. Authenticity yeah, there's it. no authenticity. Yeah. And people are just sitting there it's like, yeah, it's amazing. If someone it, goes like, fuck you. Everyone goes, yeah, cancel, cancel. Like this person's different. This is this is why, sorry, this is why mental health is, is an epi epidemic right now. Because mm. our inauthenticities will leave us exhausted. Mm. People are fucking exhausted. Yeah. You go and ask the average, bro, me and Alex were sitting at a pizza joint the other day. And the woman behind me was talking mm. about, um, she's a GP. Mm. I've got exceptional hearing, by the way. I just say, I wasn't trying to eavesdrop, but it just happened. Like the guy that was sitting next to us in Shisha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he had good hearing as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and him were sitting at Shisha it. for a couple of hours. That guy was like, Man, what a great conversation. <laughs> you listened to the whole conversation. You speak like, loud, to be fair. So I'm yeah, not surprised you could hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I'm excited. Yeah. So this woman's talking about how she's doubting herself at work and she's a GP. And I turned around and I gave her, like, I showed her this book that I was listening to on my phone. And I was like, yo, listen to this and it'll mm. be really helpful for you. She's fucking exhausted. And it's a, uh, her inauthenticity was leaving her exhausted. Her inauthenticity is I should be able to help you. right? Mm. Now, macro lends that to the world. Most people are like, I should be able to fit into society. I should be able to have conversations with people without getting cancelled and shut down. Mm. They're shitting all over themselves mm. and they're fucking exhausted. Mm. This is why we've got a massive mental health crisis in the Western world mm. because of that shit. Mm. And this is why, like, what Leo is just saying, like, I think, like, what you just said was amazing. It's like there's a clear distinction between, like, the information per se isn't bad or influential, mm. it's then how you internalize that for yourself. And the action that you take on it that creates the influence the information has had. Mm. And there's something really interesting in that because the, I think there's something we can all learn from that in that, like, what's the, going back on the, you know, inauthentic, authentic, like, how are you authentically, you know, uh, using information to create influence in your life that's authentic to you? It's going to be different for all of us in here mm. and anyone listening. We're all going to have our own different version of what authentic is. But when we're out of alignment with that, like Sachin's saying, that's when we get exhausted mm. mentally. And also, so sorry, one second. You know, one day I was walking in Victoria Park. Is that day I was hanging out with Reginie and Mel. And um, these people come up to us and they're like, oh, do you want to sign this petition? And I was like, what is it for? They said there's a gender pay gap and it should be closed. And in my mind, the first thing I've asked them is, like, how the fuck do you know? Like, tell, give me where's the proof. And he's like, oh, but they've done studies, this and that. There's a guy and a girl in it. They both came up to me. 
And in my and Reggie and Mel looked at me. They're like, these two don't know what they're getting themselves in for talking to him. And I, I said to the guys, like, hold on a second. If that's true, I mean, I run a business. If women are being paid less than men, wouldn't I just only employ women to do stuff? I'm fucking hiring Aladdin to hire, to do video editing for me. I'd find a woman because surely she'd be charging less. Mm. And they didn't really. They couldn't give me an answer, and also the woman goes, "I'm a feminist." I go, "What does that mean?" She goes, "I don't know." Basically, was her answer, and mm. and I said to her, "Has anyone challenged you guys on these things that you're saying?" And they didn't want to answer it, mm. and I was like, "I'm not dissing you. I just want a clear cut answer. What mm. the fuck are you? Lo- what do you mm. believe in? If you ask me, what do you believe in? God? It's a yes or a no. If I ask you, what is feminism? Give me a rock solid answer. She goes, "It's different for everyone." I'm like. Mm. Is that the world we're living in? Mm. You can't pin something down to a fucking definition. Mm. Well, this is it, right? This is where it comes down to like, how grounded are you in your truths? If you're not very grounded in your truths, the second someone pokes holes in it, mm. it's going to start falling apart. Whereas if yeah. you're very grounded in your truth, you can't put really put it's like if you you know there isn't a big tree mm. out the window but if there's a big tree out the window it's going to be very hard for us to push it over in it not because <laughs> it's a big tree because its roots are so yeah. deeply set but you know ground. what Poke, poking holes in the truth is a good thing because if that's something they believe in they, they can then go and maybe research a little bit more or like kind of learn a little bit more about it so it's not necessarily a bad thing um, I, I want to share this man like, i've yeah. got it written on my phone i don't want to butcher it i heard this on a, a podcast I, I believe it was and um oh shit i gotta find it first so i can just say one thing while you look for it yeah you hit the nail on the head like when you was talking earlier i've just realized something so the issue isn't with what andrew tate is saying because whatever he's saying is not making people feel like that is actually what he's saying is reflecting the society that already exists yeah Yeah. bro if we carry on going this way we're fucked Mm. look how there's there's this very well-known saying yeah good times create weak men Weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Mm. We're in a time of hard times right now, bro. And every man, woman and child is going through that cycle in themselves. And, and I think what he's pointing to is that the times that we're living in are too good. We've got a lot of weakness. And it's not about a judgmental weakness. Mm. It's about structural integrity of character. The structural integrity of a leaf is very weak. You can rip it. Mm. Structural integrity of metal is very strong. Mm. Can't really do shit to it. And we're living in a time of very weak character, in my opinion. Mm. So what it goes on to what I was going to share, right? So the difference between a belief and a truth is that a belief feels like it needs to be protected, protected and defended, whereas the truth doesn't. Mm. Some real shit. That being said, that being said, oh, we're becoming at the end of it. I like that. Wow, how that was quick. That, that was, was quick, fast. isn't it? Um, oh. You know what? I, I don't even want to ask like the, the question that we usually ask. I want to switch up a little bit. One, just oh, a little bit, just a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. What is, what is, okay, listen, let me ask you a question. What does tradition mean to you? What's this? This is about kicking off like a whole another two hours. No, not, not England. Not England speak, no, bruv. No, I am very feel. Not understand. Why are you coming fast? <laughs> is it bleeding? Not <laughs> is it Is it bleeding? <laughs> Anyway, um, nah, so um, the question is, yeah, what is the message you want to give to the world? Before that. Huh? Before that. Or if they, they promote, anything you want to promote? 
go find us on Instagram, innit? If you find, if you, yeah. well, I'm gonna speak personally because I don't know what sessions. Have, have you got a zero plus Instagram? Or is that not yet? Not yet. Coming soon. Right, let me go take the handle so I can sell it um, to you after. Yeah, <laughs> we already got that. We already covered, got that. We got that covered. Oh, shit. Covered all areas back in April. I got zero <laughs> plus plus. Plan. What about that one? So what, what I was going to say is like, if, if you've been intrigued by this conversation and what we've been talking about, if you want to find out more about me, just head to Instagram. Mm. I'm Alex Manzi. Come and vibe with some of the content I'm sharing. If you like it, come say hello. Mm. Let me know you heard you on, on this podcast and happy days. Mm. I'm going to make an invitation. I've never done this before, but I'm going to make an invitation. If anyone's listening to this and they want to ask themselves deeper questions to get a different understanding of life and create something that they've never created for, for example, a business, a better relationship with your mom, dad, siblings, or significant other, a better relationship with yourself, get rid of your mental illness, become someone you're proud to see in the fucking mirror. Mm. Contact me and I'll spend half a day with you. Mm. This invitation will only be for one person And you, if you want to take me up on this Send me a message on Instagram About why I should dedicate half a day for you Don't want you to pay me for it mm. This is why we do what we do This is why we do what we do mm. it's, not, it's not about If you have enough money you, you can buy my services It's more like how much do you care about it Mm. Show, show me you care mm. me, My level of commitment is up here Commitment is my favourite fucking drug it's the, do you know what it does for me? It does. Ask him how I wake <laughs> up in the morning. We live together, innit? When he, when he sees me in it's the like morning. Com- I'm like, he's like a commitment crackhead, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. You know, when he starts talking about commitment, it's like, yeah, bro, <laughs> commitment <laughs> is this, bro. Yeah, fam. Yeah. My commitment is up here. If you can meet me up here, fuck it. Why yeah. wouldn't I want to meet I you? I can I feel it. I can feel it. Me. I can feel it. You know, you know when I committed to you to do yeah. this? Ask him. I just sit like. It's like. It's a, a, yeah. Yeah. It's like this I is can't like, even bro, talk sometimes. I'm going to see Leo later, bro. I can't even, you know, was, I, my mom said something sick to me. She goes, "Do you ever think it's a bit too much?" Like, you know, what? I, I need some of that from you. What's that? Like, Com- I need some of that. I'm, I'm com- like, as in, I'm committed, but I'm committed in a different way. I need, I need some of that commitment. I need some of that shit, man. Mm-hmm. I need some. My of that mom shit. goes to me. Do you ever think it's too much? Sometimes I'm like, what? She goes, "You're just doing too much." Mm. And I, she goes, "You remind me of your dad. My dad's weird. Yeah, one day, like he'll do this regularly. He'll drink coffee before he goes to sleep, and then he'll wake up four or five hours mm. later." And my, me and my dad are quite similar. We do weird shit like that. But my mom goes, "I look at your behavior sometimes, and I think you're even worse than your dad." <laughs> like, just yeah, maybe it runs in the family. I don't know. But do, do you know what? This is what I between us. I am committed, but your your commitment is extreme. You're extremely committed. Mm. There's a difference. But that's the game changer. Uh, that is the game. I was having this conversation with someone yesterday. I was like, you don't have a gap in the information of what you want to do and what you want to create. You have a gap in your level of commitment. Mm. If you close that gap in your commitment, you will create and have the things that you want. Like Sachin wants to do this kickboxing thing with you. He knows how to do it. Go and train. Mm. Go and learn how to fight. Go to some lessons. Eat well. Sleep well, etc. Cetera, et cetera. We go fuck up your knee. Yeah, no, but you know you've got the information. That's not the problem. The problem mm. is how committed are you to doing it, creating it, being it? Mm. That's the game changer. That, 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 that is what he said last time. He says not information is transformation. Yeah, not, if, if, I, if information was the problem, no yeah, on. I know. If I know, I'm a total novice. I don't want to fight. I don't need. I don't want anyone near my face like that. Yeah, <laughs> but like I know how to. If I was to do sign up for a boxing or kickboxing or anything fight. 
I know I have the information. The information's out there, YouTube, Google, whatever, mm. how to train for it. Especially today, man. I don't have a commitment mm. to it, so I don't want to do it. Bro, better the be careful after six months, Satchin will be on to you, bro. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, you know, be getting Alex, like my his, side fly kicks and what, shit. His face is too pretty for that. My soul's too pretty for that. Yeah. Oh, that's so, cute. That's oh, cute. fucking that, adorable. That, that's nice. Uh, you guys are cute. We are make, make a good team. <laughs> no, you are, you are, you really are. Um, and even like, yeah, we, we ain't got the time to get into the story of how you guys met, anyways. But um, <laughs> that's part two. Yeah, that's that's part Come two. Come find anyway. us at our podcast. Yeah, yeah. We'll tell that story. Yeah, 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 yeah. episode one. That'd yeah. be sick. Yeah, um, should be actually. Yeah. So so yeah, I want to switch up the question a little bit. So it's still a message to the world. But what is the message to the world today? Define the divine today. I don't know what your question means. <laughs> no, it's like what is what what is the message you want to give to the world? But today, so I was in like, what's the message you want to give today? Because I guarantee, a year later, the message might be different. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, what mine. It's like yeah, I hear that. <laughs> mine would be um, being yourself is the key to unlocking all the secrets in life. Sounds really corny. It sounds really cryptic. But if you just break it down to the simplest level. Simple as you can make it. Stop saying yes when you when you mean no. Stop saying no when you mean yes. That kind of shit. That will unlock the secrets of life for you. You will unlock the Garden of Eden when you're being yourself. Mm. Nice. I, I would add to that because it's kind of similar to what I was going to say. Is like you already have all of the secrets and the things that you're seeking outside of you, inside of you. So if you look inside, mm. you'll find all of the answers that you're looking for. How to be happy, how to be more this, how to be peaceful, how to, um, you know, create the best relationship, how to be successful, how to whatever. All the things you're looking for, the the, the feelings that you want from those things are mm. inside of you already. Mm. You're already complete in that way. That's I, I like that. And I was thinking there's something beautiful about having... Um, no, I was not just a life coach because life coach is a term in, it in itself. It's like it's it's the popular term at the moment. But there's something beautiful about having a person who can also help people and guide them through that journey of mm. discovering the internal thing. I got the, the funny story, right? So if anyone goes and checks out my Instagram bio, it says your friendly neighborhood mind sherpa because <laughs> I've had three people on three separate occasions who don't know each other who have worked with me in a coaching capacity and have all called me their mind sherpa. <laughs> Sure. Someone who guides you up a mountain Yeah, guides you up a, oh. on a journey mm. That's sick, bro That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. I get called all kinds of names Yeah, <laughs> I get told, I really want to punch you, such. <laughs> I get called all kinds of names Some of the popular ones, dickhead, wanker, twat Yeah, you're, you're not wrong yeah. Yeah. Standard ones, you know what I'm saying? Standard ones anyway. But yeah, on that note um, Yeah, it's a nice way to kick it off again We're back I'm very we're excited forward. For you guys mm, And uh, can yeah. I have one, 30 seconds of your time Before yeah. we finish Both of you are creating Something incredible And what I'm watching Unfold between you Is great um, No one is having Conversations in this way And you're bringing Something very unique To the table And I acknowledge you both For doing it In full self-expression Rather than looking at What would be popular What would be palatable mm. You're doing it in a way That's truly Self-expressed That's why no one Can ever do what you do Mm. No one can ever. I'm not taking. I'm not taking the piss out of other people, but no one will ever be able to shine and come anywhere near what you guys are doing. Mm. We can't. Other people out here who have podcasts are nowhere near it. What you're doing here is very special, and thank you for including us in it. Thank you for being here. Man. Mm. Mm.
Tech. Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs>